I'm so thrilled today to be joined by the team behind Fraggle Rock Back to the Rock. We are joined today by Matt Fussfeld, who is a showrunner and executive producer on the series, as well as Alex, as Alex Cuthbertson, who is also a showrunner and executive producer, and Hallie Stanford, who is an executive producer on the series and also president of television at the Jim Henson Company. And Matt and Alex, I wanted to start with a question for you because you've worked so extensively in so many fantastic comedic shows as writers, as producers. And I was actually interested in the parallels in the way that you think about narrative and character storytelling for a show like Fraggle Rock, you know, if you look at a show like Community and New Girl, you're really thinking about the narrative arc and how that episode is then going to impact each of the characters and their interpersonal dynamics. And so I imagine there's a lot of similarities, whether you're working on shows like that or working on something like Fraggle Rock and was interested in in what carried over for you. Yeah, I mean, it's honestly, it's been so much fun for us because to your point, so much carries over. I mean, the, the characters on Fraggle Rock were so well-defined um, and sort of similarly to the, a lot of the shows that we've worked on where you really know how different characters are going to interact in certain situations. But then sometimes you get to completely subvert how those characters act in that situation. And then the fun is found in that. This show, Fraggle Rock, was really very similar to that. I think Ultimately, at its heart, it's about these characters that really love each other and really care about each other, but also can fall into conflict, as we all can, based on sort of who they are and, and what their life experiences are and what their character traits are. So I think as a sort of ability to take what we used to do with kind of hangout sitcoms like Community and New Girl and, and sort of take that idea into the character, into the world of Fraggle Rock, actually sort of felt really fun and felt pretty organic to the process. And Hallie, I know it's really important to you and, and to the Jim Henson company to really create creator-driven content where you're giving the artists a lot of creative freedom who are coming in and working on these shows with you. And so how do you set about really creating that space where you can have creatives like Alex and Matt come into a show like Fraggle Rock, um, you know, and, and make sure that they have all of the tools that they need to honor the original and all of the details that need to carry forth, but that yet where they also have the freedom to tell the stories and concepts that they ideate. Well, working with Alex and Matt has been one of the greatest pleasures of my career. These guys set a creative tone and positivity that you've never seen on any other production, honestly. So it was very easy to trust uh, Alex and Matt with such an important legacy uh, property as Fraggle Rock. But I would say that the thing is that, you know, Fraggle Rock was unique, and the guys will tell you about it. We had this thing called a Fraggle Gaggle at the beginning of the uh of the uh, show where we just sat down and we sat with uh, people who were on the original show, all of the creative team, music, Apple. We sat down with poets, scientists, uh, research on what kids and families need right now. And we talked about what we wanted the show to be and then we let them go. Uh, and Alex and Matt shut me completely out of the writer's room. They wouldn't <laughs> give me the password. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and, uh, but we set the table for them, right? We set, you know, we gave them, we gave them the resources they needed. The, the, um, I remember at one point Matt wrote, he's like, we need a creative consultant to talk to us about anxiety for children. I'm like, I will find that person. So we would give them the tools they needed, but then we had to let them go. And like I said, they really, um, honored the legacy of the show and also brought into their writer's room, Jocelyn Stevenson, who had written on the original. Johnny Tartaglia, who had not written on the original, but was obsessed with the original as a child and could be the um, to, the one that kept them honest, fraggle honest. But then, yeah, let them bring what they do best, which is telling great stories with heart and a lot of comedy. And we had to deliver it for a modern audience. And Alex and Matt knew how to do that. 
That's really wonderful. And and jumping off of that as well and talking about the writer's room, Matt and Alex, I was really interested in the lexicon of, of fraggle language because there's so many specific words and phrases and celebrations that happen in fraggle rock, um, you know, and so I was interested in learning and kind of figuring out a lot of the lexicon, whether it's like a bizzle, a boomph, a pop and a bop or a fraggle waggle wee, <laughs> and then finding where you could come up with new and creative and, and fun words that you could add to the language and to the world of fraggle rock and how that influenced the way that you were writing and structuring scripts. Yeah, I mean, like, like Hallie said, we just we had an encyclopedia in the room in John Tartaglia. I, it's hard to believe he didn't write on the original show, but he was like five years old. And then Jocelyn Stevenson, who we called the, the essence checker, just to make sure that we were never veering too far off the path. Um, they were, they, it was an education for sure. But then once you kind of get the hang of speaking that language, you realize a lot of it is just rhyming nonsense and then retroactively <laughs> making it make sense like, Floop, loop, and whoop came about before we knew what floop, loop, and whoop really was. And just that spirit of silliness and joy and play is really uh, kind of what we brought to the writer. Well, what, what the spirit of the writer's room was always supposed to be. And uh, and Henson supported us in, in putting that together and helping us along the way. I don't think they ever disappeared uh, from what Hallie's saying. They were always there. There was always so much support. And it, it truly is just the most collaborative experience I think we've ever had. And stuff was still being uh, punched up on all the way down to set where, you know, puppet wranglers would come up with a funny bit. And that really is uh, the spirit, I think, of the Jim, the Jim Henson company. Yeah, I mean, Matt, Matt really said it, but like when you feel as supported and loved as we did the entire process by the Jim Henson company, by all of our creative collaborators, by Apple TV+, it's a safe place. And I think when you're in a safe place, that's where great improvisation happens that's where really supportive collaboration happens so nonsense and silliness comes out of that in this really naturally abundant way and uh it was just so much fun and in terms of the audience for the show, what's so magical and wonderful is it completely connects to adult audiences, to people that grew up with it originally, to people that are discovering it for the first time. And obviously then you have, you know, younger audiences and kids who are coming into it as well. Um, and what's that kind of dynamic in trying to figure out storylines and narratives and character moments that are really going to connect to that such a wide scope of audience? Because that's a really difficult space to write to and you've done it so well in the creation of the show. You know, like the storyline that Hallie was mentioning earlier about anxiety in kids, that's something that adults watching are also really connecting to as well. Yeah, thank you. I mean, that, and that, that again is a tribute to like what Hallie was saying. We were just having these experts always making sure that we were talking about this in, in the right way. And then I think there's also just nobody does children's television better than Henson uh, and just calling upon that guidance. And then we're, we're all parents of young children and we watch so much stuff uh, with them and knowing kind of like, honestly, like what we would like and what we would like to watch with them was a bit of a gut check. I would also say that, you know, the thing that bonds families together in television, twofold, comedy and music. And Fraggle Rock has it in spades, but then like there's nostalgia, right? So like the people like all of us that love Fraggle Rock as kids, we're like, we get to share it with our kids. Yay. Um, but, and, and then also I think that everybody just wants a little joy in their lives right now. It's been a hard couple of years. So families really bonded together in this time, right? We all sat down and we were like, we watched the Mandalorian together. We watched Ted Lasso. We watched all these shows. And so we want more. We want to do more together. We want to watch more together. And I think Fraggle Rock, uh, definitely will deliver that. And it's something that Henson does have an expertise in. He always did. 
and inspired all of us to do this day to, to deliver that kind of programming. I love that. And and speaking of some of the experts that you had working on the show, I wanted to talk about Harvey Mason Jr., who heads up all of the music because music brings so much heart, but also is really used in a way where it adds on to the story that you're telling or what what we're kind of learning about one of the characters and the things that they're going through. Um, and so I was interested in, in the collaboration with Harvey and with the rest of the music team and really finding songs and lyrics in a way that was going to really continue to further the narrative within any episode. Yeah, I mean, Harvey's incredible. He's such a generous collaborator. And it was such new territory for us. I know that, you know, Hallie is um, pretty shows with, with musical elements. But you know, for Mama, it was pretty new territory. And it was so satisfying and cool to see what a natural collaboration it could become, particularly with somebody like Harvey, you know, because we would start to get ideas and themes for the show. And this is an area where John Tartaglia is just an absolute genius. And he can sort of hear themes and storylines musically because we, you know, we took a legacy song for each episode, you know, something from the original and also an original new song. Um, so John was amazing at hearing the sort of balance of that and listening for moments that kind of reminded him of maybe one of the original songs or even reminded him of something new that we could do musically. And then the conversation would just start. We'd talk to Harvey, we'd say, hey, we're working on a scene like this or a theme like this, or the character is going through something like this. And then it would just be a back and forth. We'd get a really early version of the song. We'd give thoughts, maybe the story had evolved by then. And the back and forth really felt sort of seamless and amazing until finally we had actually a studio produced track that just kind of would literally bring people to tears, uh, both on first hearing and then as they're performing on set. It was pretty, it was pretty special. Harvey was the secret weapon of Fraggle Rock. Uh, we, Matt and I particularly loved Harvey, would just come in, he would deliver whatever he needed in five minutes, he was out, and we're like, Got he it. delivered magic. Yeah. We're like, wow, <laughs> that guy, that guy. You could be like, awesome. no, I mean, you could be like, you'd be like, ah, we feel like we need something kind of like, uh, you know, uh, plaid here. And he's like, got it. Like, you could say got a nonsense it. word. And he would, he knows, he's just got, he gets it. He sees things differently, incredible. And he created, you know, we talked just about that safe creative space. He created real safe creative space for the celebrity talent. He knew exactly how to, you know, work with their A game and get them to the place they wanted to be. But he also made a lot of our fraggles feel really comfortable singing musically. Our Wembley, Jordan, it was the first time he had been in a show and he had a great voice. The first time he had done that and Harvey just made him, brought him up to this like higher level. So he really elevated the music and we're really excited about it. We think it, we, we wanted to bring the rock back to Fraggle Rock, the rock and roll. And we think Harvey brought us there. I love, I love all of that so much. And I'm also really fascinated by the logistical elements of, of how episodes come together, because it's not just about the story that you're telling. You're dealing with an extraordinary number of characters, an extraordinary number of of puppets, you know, the camera is never still. It's always kind of moving and bringing us into the story. You know, we feel like we're coming into Fraggle Rock. We're seeing things from their perspective. You know, we're coming in, we're seeing these great wide shots with all of these characters in the same scene, or, you know, all of a sudden they're diving into a pool. And what does that logistically look like in terms of puppet care, you know, 
also how are you visually going to film it when they're jumping off of the high board and they're flipping down and you're bringing you know technology elements into it even though the majority of it is all about production design and what we see on screen and so when you're working on conceptualizing episodes kind of going back to what Hallie was saying at the beginning about kind of the fraggle gaggle of everybody coming together with their expertise what does that look like in terms of figuring out logistically how you're going to tell these very complex stories with so many characters I mean, it's a magic trick. It's really kind of a, it's sort of a miracle that it, that any of it can happen. It's why it's so lucky that everyone loved working on the show so much because it was hard. It was really hard work. And to watch, you know, it, anytime you see a puppet, even if it's just a, a, a background puppet popping out of a crevice, there is a human performer there. So, so much of it had to do with hiding people on set. Um, Tyler Heron, our production designer, creating a brilliant set that could hide uh, performers in really, really inventive ways that didn't feel like, um, didn't feel like sort of infrastructure. They felt like actually just part of the world. Um, and then it's just, you know, really working on this uh, choreography. It, the whole thing feels like a, an incredible dance where the simplest little bits of storytelling take an incredible amount of preparation and, and work. And I think that that's where the sort of joy of the process came through. I remember in the beginning telling Alex and Matt, you're going to see that, you know, we don't want to hold you back. We want you to write your dream stories with the puppets. <laughs> so you just do that. And then they went and we were like, that's going to be really hard. But we do it. You know, the fact that we kept floop, bloop, and whoop, I'm, I'm telling you guys, that 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 was a miracle. Um, but, uh, but they pushed us. They pushed us to, like, deliver the puppet magic for the story. So it was, it was a dance. It was definitely a dance. But I will tell you that we also had puppeteers in wetsuits yeah, that yeah. were down in that freezing cold water in Calgary, puppeteering fraggles in water. So it wasn't just visual effects. Oh, um, yeah. It's all it's practical. No, yeah. That's what's amazing about this world. It's like pretty much everything you see was done is real. Uh, and so it's about, it's about, you know, making that work, which was an incredible amount of effort from everybody involved. And Alex and I were geniuses at balancing the stories. There were so many different stories happening at once, right? Doc's story and Sprockets and then the Gorks and you have the Doozer story and you have the Fraggle story. But then once we got on set, it was on the directors and the puppet captain to populate the world. So you're going to see all little bits happening in the background and you're going to see little like, you know, Fraggles over here and having little stories going on or swimming over here or having conversations or this creature here. So it's very kinetic when you were saying you see it from different points of view and perspectives. They had these beautiful stories and scripts to work with, but then they had to kind of make the world come alive in a completely different way. And that was exciting too, to just keep adding on to the magic of creating Fraggle Rock. I so appreciate all three of you sharing so much detail. It's really, really incredible storytelling and such a fantastic show. So thank you so much to all three of you. Really appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you yeah, for thank us you. together. We're so happy to be yeah. together.